How's it going guys? 3.56 a.m. 16th of January here in Japan and we have a difficult question for pathology for step one slash pediatrics for 2CK. Tell you exactly what you need to know and not waste our time. Before we get started, please subscribe to my channel. I really appreciate it. Give the video a like. I really appreciate it. Find me on Instagram at melman underscore medical and mhlman underscore medical links down below. Find me on Telegram. Links to the Telegram group and channel are down below. Now start the clip. Four-year-old boy brought to the ED by his parents after an episode in which he appeared pale, fell to the ground, lost consciousness, and experienced full body twitching for 15 to 20 seconds. After the episode, he appeared slightly flushed. He has no past medical history or recent illness. Vitals are within normal limits. Neurologic and physical examinations show no abnormalities. ECG and EEG are both unremarkable. There's no family history of a seizure disorder, which the following is most likely explanation for these findings. Let's just whip the answer choice here. We'll go backwards. Choice E, West syndrome, aka infantile spasms, wrong fucking answer. Pretty much non-existent illness in USMLA. Students will get hysterical about fancy sounding diagnoses. All you need to know about this is that it's a familial seizure disorder that will show a classic EEG finding called hips arrhythmia, which just means a chaotic EEG pattern, okay? Hips arrhythmia in a kid who has a seizure. About a third of kids can have an anatomic abnormality of the brain, such as a genesis of the corpus callosum. Point is, wrong fucking answer. Choice D, six sinus syndrome, wrong answer. So this is sinoatrial node dysfunction that for whatever fucking reason can cause alternating bradycardia, tachycardia syndrome. That's it, okay? So another fancy sounding diagnosis, fairly low yield. You get a big fucking paragraph. You have no idea what's going on. And they tell you in the question, kid has alternating bradycardia, tachycardia syndrome. That's just sick sinus syndrome. Usually idiopathic, can be due to structural abnormalities of the heart. Point is, wrong fucking answer. Choice C, febrile seizure, wrong answer. So as the name implies, seizure due to a fever, high yield for 2CK. They're going to give you a kid who almost always is not going to have a family history of a seizure disorder, usually under the age of six. We'll have a viral illness. We don't have that here with a, fe with a fever, clearly. And you're going to have a seizure. And what the U.S. Assembly wants you to know is that there is a 1% to 2% chance of progression epilepsy for the overwhelming majority of children okay so it's not a zero percent chance of increased risk of epilepsy it's about a one to two percent chance now if another point you could know and this is a little bit more tricky for 2ck shelf uh for peds is that if the febrile seizure entails uh a recurrence within 24 hours so if you have a second seizure within 24 hours if the febrile seizure is longer than 10 minutes or the febrile seizure has focal neurologic signs there's about a 10%, 10% increased risk of progression to epilepsy. Point is, wrong fucking answer. Choice B, complex partial seizure, wrong answer, albeit high yield for Yosemite. Some students will remark that these, uh, this terminology here is outdated. NBME doesn't give a fuck, okay? It's all over the content. So complex means loss of consciousness simple means no loss of consciousness in this question we do have loss of consciousness so you could say well that's complex okay let's continue partial means focal neurologic signs part of the brain is affected only generalized would mean the entire brain's affected now we look here there's no evidence of uh focal neurologic signs there's entire body full body twitching for 15 to 20 seconds that sounds more generalized so that does not align with complex partial. The way that this shows up on USMLA in a question on the NBME that students frequently get wrong 
is they say there's a kid who is twitching of an arm, followed by collapsing to the ground in which he experiences full body convulsions. And the answer is complex partial, not generalized tonoclonic. And the reason is because the twitching of the arm prior to the seizure reflects focal neurologic signs. Okay, not my opinion. It's what's on the NBME exam. Point is, wrong fucking answer. Choice A, Adam Stokes attack, correct answer. Now, this shows up in the pediatrics forms. This is what you need to know. This is not a true seizure disorder. This is going to be an idiopathic arrhythmia. There's no one specific arrhythmia you need to memorize. It can be heart block, okay? But you're going to have an arrhythmia that causes a transient hypoxia to the brainstem that induces a seizure-like episode. EEG will often be normal. It's going to show uh, no reflection of any seizure activity. Okay, not often normal, just it is normal. Okay, and a classic presentation is the kid might be pale prior to the episode, followed by appearing flushed, which means pink or red after the episode. Okay, so that's an Adam Stokes attack. It is not a true seizure disorder, it's an arrhythmia disorder. So this question, I cut through some of the high yield diagnoses that will show up on the pediatrics forms. If you're studying for step one, it's good to have the knowledge repertoire under your belt. You're also going to have to obviously ace 2CK eventually. You know the deal. I'm going to make more content. I feel like my stuff. Subscribe my channel. I appreciate your time. That's it.